listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's True Blood After Show. That sound can only mean one thing, and that is Bing is for doing, and we are here doing another after show on AfterBuzz TV. This is True Blood Season 6, Episode 10, Radioactive. The season finale. Are there more questions than answers? And wait, wait for it. Is Eric dead? I can't deal with that question right now. (laughs) Scott was a puddle of mess after that scene. He was in absolute bliss and glory for the beginning of that scene. And then, yeah. His heart was pulled out from his soul. Let us know what you think. All right, but before we go any further, I am your host, JC. And, of course, I am joined. We do not have Sarah tonight, but... We've got no. a True Blood super fan host. She usually hosts, what is it, Newsroom? Newsroom and uh, Walking Dead. So All right. Those are my two big shows. AfterBuzz TV Nation, put your hands together for Miss Kristen Carroll. Hey, Woo! guys. Thanks so much for having me. I brought some uh, Terry's favorite beer as a thank you. Yeah, tell, tell yeah. everyone, people that aren't aren't watching this live, what did you bring us as like True Blood offerings? <laughs> I brought, um, in the last episode, I talked about Terry's beer and how we only wanted this one specific one. So I actually went to BevMo and wanted to, I wanted to try it. I'm not going to lie. Well, see, and we know that AfterBuzz rules and regulations is, if it's a quote, we can say it. So you brought us Raging mm-hmm. Bitch Beer yes. IPA. That's right. Give it up for Raging Bitch. Thank you so much, guys. So, yeah. But no show would be complete without our hottie with a naughty body. That's right. This is Scott yes. Moore. What's well, up, Scott? I'm here. Yeah, I was just going to say we're kind of missing Sarah tonight. But, you know, I think she's still trying to recover from this whole Eric potential well, thing here. She probably knew about it and didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I'd just be home at crying. I think she's actually mad because Warlow was proven well, to be a baddie. Is, which we talked about in <laughs> episodes past, yes. And, of course, the man running the ones and twos, our very own Warlow. You ended up being such a jerk on the show. You did. <laughs> Stephen Lemieux. Give it up for Stephen. What's up, Stephen? Everything's spoiled for me. I'm so <laughs> sad. I'm, it's not going to be the same watching this show now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Hey, guys, if you're watching us live on the chat roll, hello. But if you're not watching us live, make sure to go to iTunes, Stitcher, OneCast, YouTube. Let us know what you think. Give us your comments. And, of course, go to AfterBuzzTV.com. Let us know what you think. But we do have to handle some quick business. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people on the chat roll are watching because tonight we're giving away our grand prize winner for our True Blood Trivia poster, which we have the signature from some of our guests this season. And we're going to draw one name later later on the show. Nice tease. Yes. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for mm-hmm. it. And they're taking the whole enchilada. But first, we've got to announce last week's winner. And our question last week was, Tara actually didn't start at Merlot's. Mm-hmm. She started at another well-known establishment. And we asked you guys, 
where, what that establishment was. And I believe it was Scott. Mm, what could the answer be? Last week's winner. It was actually Super Save a Bunch. That's right. And the answer, the correct answer was by Rupert Sanchez. Yes. Give it up for Rupert. Woo. So you yes. are our final qualifier for hey, our Rupert. True Blood Congrats, Trivia Rupert. poster. All right. So we're here to do a show, aren't we? So today, let's what go with show. today. What did I learn? Kristen, take it away. I learned that if I'm in the middle of the Swedish <laughs> mountains, I should bring a blanket or an umbrella if I may burn up. Yeah. Some sunburn, some sundown lotion or something. <laughs> and Scott, what, um, what, 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 what do we think about tonight's episode? Well, I was just going to say, I learned that Raging Bitch IPA is really, really <laughs> good stuff. They'll send us a check. <laughs> so overall, because you seem like you were a little put off by tonight's episode. Yeah, I, I oh, too many things to get into, so might as well, because. All right. So let's. Way too many things. And let's spoil it all for Steven <laughs> as we begin with. Sorry, mm. Stephen. <laughs> Let us begin with Alcide, Sookie, and the aftermath after, I believe, is the destruction of Vamp Camp. Mm-hmm. First off, I want to say something. Was Alcide wearing a wig in that first scene? That's 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 so funny because it's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, they made him look all weathered and, you know, the wig it, and then the gray. Definitely and... his hair wasn't combed. <laughs> Turning into a werewolf too much, I think. Well, because he had a haircut, obviously. Yeah. And thank progressed. goodness for that because <laughs> so. he looked fine later on. Yes. Tell us. Mm-hmm. So, we, so we like the buzzed, uh, shorn, yes. all seed. Okay. Uh, compared to the hair that he had in earlier in this episode mm-hmm. and then last episode. I don't mind it slightly longer because mm-hmm. he's still just a very, very attractive man. Calm down, Kristen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, and of course, all the vamps are coming out. They're high as a kite mm-hmm. yeah. off of Bill's blood. It almost reminded me of season two with Marianne. Yeah. They were all just extremely sexual and mm-hmm. just the clothes were ripping off and they were just... Everyone was happy. And mm-hmm. you know, in an Alan Ball, now Brian Buckner world, things cannot be that good for that mm-hmm. long. No. So we, so anything, now you were talking about, uh, Kristen, was it about the volleyball match and, all, and Jason and Violet? And what did you see? Anything that we can parlay into season seven? Because tonight was all about season seven. I'm, you know, Violet still kind of creeps me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. The whole time, again, I was talking about... Uh, ex-girlfriend's newsroom if anybody watches it you know mm-hmm. um, in terms of crazy ex-girlfriends because I don't think that's going to last and then Jason's going to have this <laughs> raging B-word <laughs> on his hands I don't I don't trust her just yeah I'm mm-hmm. going to make you want it <laughs> I just I don't know oh. something off-putting about her <laughs> sounds like too many of my ex-girlfriends now Scott <laughs> what did you pick up and okay what happened with okay vamps at night they're a very well-dressed group Yes, that, yes, you caught it right there. But then it was all of a sudden with the sunlight, they're like, let's wear like crazy summer, I don't know, some of these clothes that were just so over the top. And why were they all playing volleyball? I didn't know that was a vampire The only thing I could think of is, is maybe how they got clothes so quickly is that they're at Bill's house and maybe it's Jessica's. Because Jessica always earlier on had like younger girl clothes going mm-hmm. on. So I thought maybe looking at Pam's outfit or how Tara was wearing Everyone a sundress. Everyone was wearing younger clothes, yeah. It, it looked like something that Jessica maybe used to have. And if that's the quickest things they could And even Jason, too. Even Jason was in like a, kind of a summary yeah, button-down thing. It was, it was thing. kind of his fellowship from the Sundays. Yeah, it was oh just, it was very odd because it was like even different wardrobe than he normally wears, too, mm-hmm. to, uh, on that scene. So it was <laughs> kind yeah. of, it definitely cracked me up. 
Okay, so we're warming up. So we basically we talked about the periphery. Now mm-hmm. let's talk about let's dive in there and talk about so, you. You talked about Sookie, not Sookie, Jason and Violet. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think Jason is kind of like Sookie from season one? Now he's after this vampire. He's just completely enthralled, and you're the master of the line of the night, Scott. So. Violet, Sookie, Sookie Violet, mm-hmm. she's European after mm-hmm. she makes out with Anna Paquin. I mean, Jason had great lines. That's and too funny. Mm-hmm. everyone, kind of like season one and two, everyone's mm-hmm. conjugating to the same spot. Yep. You start seeing these massive groups of people. Which I think it definitely needed to do. I know you guys have talked about mm-hmm. it. That, mm-hmm. And I think a lot of fans, too, thought it lost its way over the last two seasons. And it's coming back. And I think that's good. We're just humans, vampires. That's how it originated. Yep. I think sometimes with the witches and some people didn't like the authorities storyline. Right. That Me it, included. <laughs> yeah. And then there's so much going on. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden now you have less things that you have to go, oh, wait, Jason's doing the thing, but Sookie's doing this mm-hmm. and then Eric's doing that. And there's just so many different storylines that, thank God, we love the character. I mean, for me, I love the character so much that that's what keeps me going. Mm-hmm. Although they may have taken away my favorite one. But that's another time. Yeah, but agreed. And, and bring them back to the town and the town mm-hmm. being a character because that's one of the main characters. And it, it's Is been, Tom. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. been out of the picture really for the past couple of seasons. So bringing these characters back to me was, was really important. So I really did appreciate that. And I don't know if you guys noticed. Did you pick up like these little nuggets like Jason? Actually, he foreshadowed what was going to happen which we'll get to later on. How he was talking about Violet having your It's good to have her to, to get your back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that'll come into play later on. Mm-hmm. Well, because a lot of his, he doesn't have such a great history with women. I mean, all of them end up kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And and they end up kind of switch, you know, being two-faced with him that way. And even though Violet, I think, is crazy, I, obviously she's not two-faced with her feelings for Jason and leaving him because mm-hmm. you had Crystal with the whole, you know, her whole pack and that ended up kind of turning on him while he was still involved with her. Jessica's a mess mm-hmm. with him and even before that I can't think of her name off the top of my head but the one where they ended up killing Stephen Root as a vampire. Lizzie Kaplan's yeah. character, yes. And all of these people have all changed on Jason and haven't been there for him and okay. Violet's being there for him, I think it's in a wrong way but I think mm-hmm. Jason finally wants that and he'll realize that he definitely still wants somebody to be there for him but not as crazy as her. <laughs> And I think he liked having someone else sort of have that control, too, well, at the just, beginning there until it got a yeah. little too crazy. And as we'll talk about later with the 178 days. And, <laughs> and right now he's high on vampire blood, too. He had Eric's. And then mm-hmm. he wanted Violet. So, of course, he's going to want her. Absolutely. He's probably having sexy dreams with Eric and Violet, like all in one. <sighs> Which we never got to see. <laughs> Scott, I'm sorry. We'll get into that. But first, we gotta, we got to tie, tie up a small little storyline. This cat named Warlow. Mm-hmm. And who knew that wedding planning hasn't changed in 5,500 years? Mm-hmm. He was just, he was planning this whole thing. But, and decorating himself and everything, you know? One man team there. He's very handy with the maypole. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what do we think? I mean, we didn't use him for like half the season. It's, mm-hmm. He was tied up for like four or five episodes, mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden we see his true motives. Mm-hmm. He becomes the baddie. Which that, you knew all along. Uh, there was always something much. up with mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Never trusted it. Mm-hmm. Did, thoughts on his arc? I mean, were you guys okay with it? Because there were mm-hmm. so many levels to him. I thought it was going to be Grandpa Niall mm-hmm. was secretly Warlow, but <laughs> did he did he sell it? I mean, I was a little 
thrown I mean, I'm glad we saw his true colors because we did see that flashback, I think it was two episodes ago, where Sookie was in the bathroom and she was flashing back to Warlow with, I'm coming to get you with his mm-hmm. with his hat on and everything. I don't sure. think we've seen Warlow with a hat on at any point. But it was definitely somebody somebody that we haven't seen yet with him. So you know that's in there, that anger, that aggression. And um, when he, he slapped Sookie... I, I I literally yelled out in the middle. I was watching it by myself on HBO Go <laughs> in the uh, in the front there, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Anybody who walked by probably thought I was nuts. Yes, just miss. I don't know if uh, I wish we would have seen that Warlow that we got last season, where it was the image mm-hmm. and that dark, sinister. I wanted to see that. I Warlow. did too. I, I I actually was really disappointed with the way it was just kind of wrapped up and swept under the rug. I just felt like it was just kind of an easy throwaway after this whole build up with Warlow for really the past couple, you know, the past couple seasons and Warlow's sort of been in the background and then it just felt too easy to me. It was like all of a sudden they were able to jump into the other plane, like it was very easy for them and take take him out. He goes back to the house and then Grandpa comes back. I mean, it, it just <laughs> and Jason gets out. Uh, yeah, and Jason gets out. Me Grandpa t- comes back at the same time, and then he's done. It just felt to me very disappointing. Just as a just a sweep under the rug. Like let's make it easy so we can move on to the next chapter. Would it be similar to let's say when they disposed of Russell? You know, you have these ultra powerful vamps, mm-hmm. and they end up they end up killing them in the most like simplistic Ex- way yes. possible. Mm-hmm. You know, like Eric Eric killed Russell last yeah. season just like that mm-hmm. you know, the sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just to move on real quick, it just it is kind of disappointing to me when they do that, I think. See, okay, I will pull some good out of it cuz at least going back to our roots, mm-hmm. it was great to see Andy and Jason become yep. the Rambos again, mm-hmm. like they were in the previous like in season two. Mm-hmm. What was it? I loved the, um, you know, we're going to go in heavy. And Jason goes, yeah. there ain't no other way. <laughs> and Jason's so that. over the top, you know, <laughs> dramatic. I can't wait for Everything. The, the capers those two are going to get into finally. I've, that is my most missed part of the show. Mm-hmm. The two of them just goofing off in like a truck, devising a master plan how they're going to save planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> So I miss their truck talks. Mm. I do too. They yeah. had some of the best one lines in there, and it was it was good. Yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad for that, but I'm disappointed with the way they wrapped up the whole Warlow storyline. I thought it was just kind of a lazy, easy throwaway just to be able to move on to the second half of the episode. So I did like when he died, though. If you noticed, he started turning into the ugly mm-hmm. fairy, the mm-hmm. fae. And um, so I thought that was an interesting mm-hmm. twist yeah. that they added to it. But I I do. I do kind of get confused with him jumping out at Sookie, and he doesn't look at all like how that face did mm-hmm. in there. And I don't know if that had something to do with him being on that other plane. Yeah. And maybe that kind of altered his look from what it is here, okay. as the Fae does on their own plane. So I'm not sure maybe that's how they played with it. But he looked way more evil earlier on. Going back Absolutely. to Warlow, thrown into the chat role, we had uh, Rodney De La Cruz said... They have this Warlow character for three seasons, and the new showrunner really didn't do it justice. Mm-hmm. And then somebody else said Warlow was this huge this, and then in two minutes Warlow turns evil. Exactly. And Neil holds a powerful vamp, Fay, and Justin kills them. It's people seem very disappointed with mm. it. Yeah, it was a lot of yeah. build up, a lot of build up, a lot of build up, and then uh, yeah. I mean, because I mean, well, I don't want to ruin it for Stephen because the, the people that are <laughs> on chat roll with us know exactly how he died, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was kind of like. <laughs> and it just seemed too easy. Like, yes. it was too convenient. Yes. Everybody was there. Jason got out again. Uh, it just all felt way too easy and lazy-ish. 
Well, let's let's talk a little bit about some of the interactions, some of the plans, some of I guess I believe it is being true to their characters. Bill, Bill has always been on a quest for power. Mm-hmm. Every season, he has a plan for power. If it's you know taking over for the authority, mm-hmm. being Lilith, and now it seems like he was he was so disappointed. It seemed like that he lost his powers from Lilith. Yeah. And yeah. So at least they were true for that. But now mm-hmm. tell me about this. They jump six months ahead, and now he is this author. And <laughs> come on, so many things happen. He's that an was author. Funny. Yeah. And God that was bled. funny. <laughs> but did you notice Sookie when she was wa- when she was watching him? She still had that lovingly look on her face. Yep. It's her first love. Mm-hmm. And I think honestly, she's kind of his first real love. I mean, I know he was married beforehand and all of that, but I don't think he's a guy that was always kind of lost. And mm-hmm. I think when he finally found Sookie, he found a piece of himself, mm-hmm. even though he was still not okay with being a vampire and all that kind of stuff. But he found somebody mm-hmm. to for a reason for him to live yeah no i definitely i I definitely agree with that i think in a lot of ways it was sort of like his first love Mm -hmm. especially in this whole vampire realm you know that was the first thing he was able to kind of connect with sookie and before chat roll hangs us all (laughs) because i think we want to block it out of our mind when we defeated warlow i have to jump back Mm -hmm. we um all the vamps ended up losing i guess warlow's blood you could see that too like you saw when he finally died there in the puddle and you watched the fae kind of Dissipate, sure. dissipate there, and that was great too. And then you watched everyone else from there. So let's it's talk like a, when you kill the mothership in yeah. a movie, Scott, and then pff, all the little ships. Go yes, away. and you watched everybody kind of lose their powers as you're going on, you know, in little vignettes. Okay, Scott, we this is this is your moment to really talk about what happened to our Nordic god and what the consequences of what just happened on that scene when Eric was well. Take it away. <laughs> I can't. I Give think me a minute. I didn't think about it. I know. A minute. Okay. <laughs> Eric was nude, uh, sudden bathing. Up was he up the Swiss Alps? I yeah, believe. Yeah, it was um, A R E. I don't know how you pronounce it. R. I R. I, I worked at IKEA for like two days, so I really <laughs> d- d- don't know the names. But yes, naked sunbathing, and he gave everyone mm-hmm. the eye candy. Scott had a moment. I did. I have to admit, I did. <laughs> I may have rewound it. I'm not gonna lie. I want. I asked him to rewind it. I did. See, I, I said right, I needed. I down. my own heart right yes. here. <laughs> needed to have a closer look. Oh, brother. <laughs> See, yeah, Alexander Scars is my get out of jail free card with my boyfriend. Okay, That's a well known. So fact. let's talk about. Let's talk about it. Well, they got you. Got to see him in all his glory. Is he dead? No. I, I, I'm a, my track record's been bad so far this season, so maybe I shouldn't comment. <laughs> I got a tweet from a fan, and they said, "Dead or not, here's what I think. He's on fire." He melts the snow, falls into a snow cave to get out of the light. He lives. And he says, okay, give me props if you guys use this. So, <laughs> Skip Fredericks, we're using your quotes. Yes. There, you there we go. Props. Props. I also think Pam's going to have something to do with it because she was flying flying after him. Mm-hmm. And we don't see her six True. months later either. Mm-hmm. So, Good point. And you, unless... Unless Alexander Skarsgård, because of his, you know, maybe he's got a lot of other movies and stuff coming out. Right. There's no way you kill him off because you're going to mm-hmm. lose, like, half of your audience. That's the point. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
the the it's ratings, not Game of Thrones. <laughs> you're not because you're not expecting the main characters to die. That's part of the fun with Game of Thrones is you're expecting, you know, big people to to die. Like who's going to die next for this? You kill off Eric. Psh, people riot. Here's the thing, though. But if Eric were on Game of Thrones, I think people would freak out too if he died on that because literally the love for that guy. Mm-hmm. You see the threads online for other characters on the show. They have maybe six threads. Mm-hmm. He has 292 <laughs> threads on the Nordic God. So I don't think. That th- makes sense. I don't, I, you know what? Maybe the fan's right. I don't know. I just, I don't see him dying. Even though we talked about it on the show about three weeks ago. We did. And I, st- I don't know. I still don't think that'll happen. Although I kept thinking Jason was going to be the one to go because I found like they were setting that up with him not being at the funeral. And I felt like as a main character, he could have been the, the most disposable of that group in the sense that he could have moved on because he had all those kind of issues there but it would have been easy to kind of take them out so or, I was wrong on that I thought maybe they were going to kill some but not that they would have done it because I knew she was going to be in season 7 but Jessica mm-hmm. and maybe as a redemption to save somebody mm-hmm. maybe would have been somebody they could have killed yeah. off and then it maybe would have woken Bill up and made him redeemable again because mm-hmm. I think they have to make him redeemable yes. because they took him and I was wondering how they mm-hmm. were going to do that because I did not like him the last two seasons. No, I didn't either and I think And I love it, Stephen Moyer. I do too and that's why I thought it was great to, you know, the way they did it to get rid of mm-hmm. Willis Power and bring him back to being who, who he is again with the whole theme of going back to Bon Tom but sort of that same thing bringing him back to his roots as well. You see it. I mean, I think the genesis we saw it tonight, it's his road back to sucking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with that said, that my fear is what's going to happen to all seed then? What's going to happen between them? <laughs> so I just think Sookie has to go through every man on the show. <laughs> and, you know? Well, Alan Ball made a through. comment once when I went to the Paley Fest where he said, Stephen and Anna are soulmates. How can I not think about that when I'm writing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for Sookie and Bill? Yeah. So I thought that was kind of interesting to comment. However, he's not the showrunner anymore. So mm-hmm. maybe Brian Buckner doesn't feel the same way about it. See, so there's a lot of great questions. I, it's hard. I know, because then you think, too, It's you think that's what the fans would want, too. You know, that's hmm. I don't know. the way it would end up. I don't know. It's hard because it is, like you're saying, it's a lot of questions. Would it be them? Would it be, you know, if Eric's okay and still alive, which I'm going to go on the record and say yes, even though I've had a bad record this year but i'm just saying like would it be with him would it be you know with sam will she end up with you know there's so many questions with that and what they want to do if you have a bad record you should say he's not alive and then he will yeah there, there you go <laughs> just to yes. kind of he's even it dead out. okay there we go we're left at that so i guess now fully jumping in in that to the the time jump let's go to church and we find i i almost did not catch this line mayor merlot mm-hmm. Did you catch that? No, I didn't. Yes. Yes, we were both like, whoa. Sam is the mayor. He is the mayor of Bon Toms. You know what? Good for him. Yeah? I could see him. I would vote for him. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's a family man, so he's got that on his side. You know, he's got Nicole. I don't know if we saw the baby. We didn't see the No, she's still pregnant. No, she's still pregnant. Yeah, it's only six months. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that far off. But, yeah, you know. People seem to like that in their politicians too. Mm-hmm. And Family values, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, settling down. He's he's been a part of the town for a really long time. Nobody knows the people like right. Sam does. Mm-hmm. So now, mm-hmm. in, in, it's so funny. What I find is so eerily similar is now Bill and Sam are just they seem even alike. I even I noticed even Sam's speech pattern. It's different. It was from, yeah, it was different when he was speaking. He was as more a politician. Southern. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, and that's the great thing about Sam Trammell. He he has these little nuances he puts in his character. Mm-hmm. He did it last season when he was when he, he was Luna. 
I mean, when he was Luna as him. Yes. Yeah. See, he's just masterful, and he is seriously as as the, our guests have said before. Janina Gavankar, when she was on here, she said Sam is literally the biggest ass kicker on the show from it season is. one, and I still have hope that maybe he and Suki will end up together. Just throwing it out there. Yeah, no, so we're just yeah, we've been talking about still that. Still throwing it out there. Mm-hmm. So, what did we notice? What did we think of the whole Bon Tom's change now? With now, let's say Letty May coming back. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kristen, what are you feeling? You know, I oh, sums up with that because I don't think people change that quickly. I don't know what it is. On the other hand, I was kind of glad for Tara because she's always had mother mm-hmm. issues and her her confronting her in the barn and mm-hmm. kind of saying, you know, I remember when I was younger, you know, I never it was my job to feed you and I would forget to do that. Well, you know, I can make it right. Let me feed you now. It was a little too much, but she mm-hmm. always seems very dramatic anyways, right. so it wasn't out of character, but I, I was sitting there, and I'm like, I don't know, Tara. Some, um, just, I'm, something didn't feel right. I don't know mm-hmm. what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but something was kind of... Scott, what do you... I mean, what do you see? Yeah, I was exactly feeling the same <laughs> way as you 110% because it was the same thing. It was like, I wanted it to be true mm-hmm. because of all the crap that Tara had to go through, and I wanted it to be, but then I kept thinking, oh, no, no. Too good to be true. Like, mm-hmm. there is something fishy about her. She's back, and... She has her own issues, and it made, yeah, it was definitely uncomfortable, and I don't know what it was either, if she was infected, and... Well, yeah, well, let's preface yeah. that. Of course, we um, we need to talk about the fact that Sam and Bill's plan is now, because there is Hep V that mm-hmm. is spreading throughout all vamp, throughout the whole world. Yeah. And they are attacking other vampires, so now, it's so funny that, to see the, the vampires are truly vulnerable, and they need humans. Mm-hmm. In a weird way, it's, they've almost they've almost flipped roles. Well, and we didn't hear anything about True Blood if they started remanufacturing that too. So on top of it, you got Hep V, and then you don't have True Blood for these vampires. So mm-hmm. they're hungry, mm-hmm. they're infected. I mean, of course they're running amok. Yeah, yeah. So what I, what I want to know is with radioactive, what are we going to see? I, I know no, we can't even do predictions. Okay, I'm going to hold yeah. off. We we <laughs> we, we got to talk about all the neat things like. Belfler's now. Merlots is gone. That makes me really me too. sad. That freaked me out. You didn't, th- I was you didn't see out that coming. Eric, no, and then I, I know, was sad but with that. I don't like that though. No, I don't either. Arlene, it's Ar- so. Is it basically the Belflers or is it Arlene's? Ar- well, Arlene, of course, is the one who ponied up most of the money. I yeah. imagine. Yeah, with her money. I mean, it made sense because it felt like Sam had to do that as now being the mayor. You know, there's no conflict of interest, and it made sense that she would step up and buy out his shares or whatever it was with the company. But, I, yeah, I, I, I didn't really like that either. And quite honestly, she's the only one that goes to work. So maybe he <laughs> just gave it to her because she shows up. True. I know. Sookie's still Her absenteeism. and Terry were the only one that, that pretty much still went to work. I mean, Terry had all these problems and he was still in the kitchen yeah, half the yeah, time. Right? We need to save that for pred- predictions to find out if Sookie's actually got does she have a job? I know because if she does, if she still does, I, I'm like that. I need a job like that. That that is the, <laughs> that is the biggest question. Well, because she's with all seed. He's a contractor, you know, and he's very mm-hmm. protective. You I notice think, that. And he was over at her place. I mean, maybe he maybe he lives with her now. Yeah. So we, mm-hmm. all these these questions. So and, many questions. And I, I'm wondering if we'll ever see. If you're a fan of the books, um, if we're going to ever see Quinn, mm-hmm. who Quinn was this this hulking figure, but I've heard that supposedly all seed is. The new Quinn from the books, mm-hmm. and it's one of Sookie's main loves in the book series. Mm-hmm. So it's something I would like to see. I think we need more blood because n- new blood, yeah, <laughs> on true blood. But um, 
you know, because right now we have a we're going to have, a, of course, a new triangle with yep. Alcee, Bill, and Sookie. Mm-hmm. Because I, I mean, we for, I, I don't know if we glossed over the fact that, or did we already talk about it, the vamps having to protect? They needed to feast on the on the humans, and mm-hmm. humans were going to receive protection from the vampires. How did that? I mean, how does that feel to you? Is that going to work for you? Because remember, if they're feeding on all these humans, what are the consequences? Because remember now there's there's going to be lust, and mm-hmm. we're in Bon Toms, a conservative, you know, Bible Belt town, mm-hmm. and you can have all these people lusting after vampires, dreaming about vampires. Well, they only dream about them if they drink the vampire's blood, correct? Actually, yeah, I believe you're right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good thing. You just might have a problem where you know if the vampire wants to drink too much, they're extra hungry. I mean, I think you have problems like that. I, it's kind of interesting to me that they would pair them up. I mean, everybody needs a vampire, mm-hmm. basically. And I think it's more... I mean, they do because they can fight their own kind that way. Yeah. But on the other hand, vampires, I think, need the humans more. At this point, they do. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, too, when they said, you know, when when Sam made that whole thing, like the, what was it, you know, monogamous feeding relationship. <laughs> and then how everybody seemed to be not pleased by that. I could see that, though. I'm... I was surprised by that. I don't know. It seemed interesting to me because, like, kind of going back to what you were saying about, you know, the conservative Bible Belt kind of thing and then them seeming like they were displeased by the having to be monogamous feeding relationship with these vampires. I just think they don't, they're not for vampires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course. as we see of course. Yeah. the complete, uh, you know, the Sarah Newlands of the world, mm-hmm. but you still have these conservative church people. They're not okay. I mean, they're okay with the undead because it's there it's, and it's happening. What are you going to do about it? But mm-hmm. I still don't think they want to participate. They want to participate in it, in it yeah, because it did. It, it seemed kind of odd to me that they were. If I got to choose my vampire, you know, <laughs> we know who you choose. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also, well, since you did bring this up, I think Bill had a line where he w- he wanted to teach humans understanding. He wants mm-hmm. you know vampires to be accepted, and he says that vampires fear humans as much as humans fear yes. vampires. Mm-hmm. Yes, and he also made that comment too about you know we're out of the coffin, but we're never been fully out. And I thought that was a really good comment too. Mm-hmm. Once again, the it's social com- the yes, social commentary exactly, so. and kind of going back to everything. So I guess yeah, it does make sense to tie it all up and why they were so upset in church. Okay, so now we basically now we, we we've come to the end. You know, everyone's I, I don't know if we've missed anything. I'm, I want to finish up, of course, with our possible foe for next season. We get a gaggle of these vamps in this big hulking steroided mm-hmm. out. I mean, no, no, very, very buff vampire, and they're all on Hep V, and you see the pack just mm-hmm. come going to Belflers. And are they going to feast on everyone there? What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Who's going to stop them? There's no more super vamp. There's no Billeth. Mm-hmm. There is there. It's one on one. However, we do know that the Hep V vamps are, are weaker. Yes, mm-hmm. but when you have a whole world infected by them. What does that mean to Bon Toms? Is that the last stronghold of the world? Because it's spreading. Remember, we saw mm-hmm. it last week in Honolulu and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, which I thought was interesting. If going back to that, what Honolulu is going to have to do with if it has anything to do with anything, or was that just sort of a no? That was just to show you that. That's how, what I'm saying. Was it, but just to throw uh, to show how far it had gone? Yes. Because um, I, I, I still felt like there was some mention of Honolulu earlier in the season. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. But I also felt like it. Did it feel like zombie vamps to you in a little bit? Because that's how it kind of read to me. A little bit. I, they it kind of had that feeling. You know, there was no humanity left in these yeah. In these guys. They were just hungry. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you got the zombie because zombies, they just want to eat. Yeah, it's just that's the way they kind of appeared. Like mm-hmm. lack of any kind of anything else but wanting to eat. And they're just going off and 
like they're possessed. The good thing is at least you had a few vampires there. So even though it may be a massacre, mm-hmm. it's not going to be as bad as if there weren't, you know. And then you've got Alcide, who's a you know werewolf, and who knows how many other people. Sam Sam was there, right? And he can turn into but can, just turn into a bowl and just not hear <laughs> Yeah, but but can yeah I was going to say, but can Alcide really do anything? Bright eyes, you know, he's just. He growls. I, I don't. I, he, I mean, vampires are stronger than werewolves. We know that. Mm-hmm. You know. So I. But just, if he's attacking a weaker one, okay, he mm-hmm. can at least stall them until because he has more strength than say, you know, Arlene. Okay. So he might be able to stall until somebody like a Bill mm-hmm. or Jessica or James was playing or he was singing. You know, I, on stage, they can go and help out at least. I know we're thinking we're, we're basically doing predictions, but we're mm-hmm. really not. We're just we're. We're thinking about possibilities mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe since the wolves got such a bum rap this season, having a weaker storyline, what if the wolves uh, are the wolves and they're they can't get Hep V, can they? So maybe the wolves could come in next season and you know be allies to the healthy vampires. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. just pontific thinking I'm right here aloud. Well, especially those werewolves because most of them had had V at some point, which makes them stronger and they even, you know, the vampires even said when you have a werewolf that also has vampire blood, then they are a good adversary, you know, they're on the slightly more equal playing mm-hmm. field. So any final thoughts on our epi- on this episode before we get into trivia, news, and predictions? Mm-hmm. Any final thoughts? This is it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to see each this other. This is it. I can I Eric Eric Northman, I can't no, believe it. Can't As you can tell, we're still in shock. We we went on five minutes after the episode aired, so we're still digesting everything yeah. that happened. And I, I saw it about I don't know, three hours, two and a half before you guys saw and we're it. Still. I couldn't concentrate. I do newsroom before this. I apologize to Kelly. I'm like <laughs> my favorite character pretty much on television right now <laughs> passed away. I don't know what to do with my life. Just change things. Darn it, Joker. <laughs> All right, so Scott, any, anything before we move on to our trivia winner? No, we can move on. Okay. I, no, because I'll just keep... I'll just keep. He's hurting, so... <laughs> no, yeah, there's a, there's a couple things that I'm just, I don't want to go back into right now. Okay, so, okay. drink away your pain. I will. F the pain away like in episode five. Mm. All right, so now we've moved on to our grand prize winner of our True Blood trivia. We've had a wonderful season. We've had so many wonderful mm-hmm. answers. But there can only be one winner. That's right. So we've taken all the winners and put them in the lovely hat and... The magic hat. We are about to draw a name. And you will take home this trusty poster. It's fantastic. It's got the signatures of all our guests. But there can only be one winner. Kristen, why don't you pick the winner? Oh, and geez. As the sure? guest host The here, winner is. The guest host. So that we know the PricewaterhouseCoopers overseeing everything, okay. knowing that we're not tampering. Okay, Kristen, the winner Who is the winner is... of the entire season? Rupert Sanchez. Rupert Sanchez, the guy who won last week. The one who just won last week? Wow. You guys have a double win. Congratulations, Rupert. Definitely hit us up and we will mail it to you shortly. So with that said, I guess it's time to move on. Do we have any news and gossip? All right, Chris and Carol, our news news never looks so pretty with Kristen. Oh, thank you. Um, I... So they had an uh, interview on Entertainment Weekly. It was really good if you get a chance to read it. It was with Michael McMillan, who plays Steve Newland, and kind of mm-hmm. talking about the death and how it was actually his idea 
to say I love you, Jason Stackhouse, at the end. <laughs> he brought it up in conversation with Brian Buckner. He's like, can you put that in the script for me? Because he wanted to have more scenes with Brian Quantine, and he couldn't until the very end. So they added that for him. He's so method. Uh, I love he? it. <laughs> I love that. And I love that he, he just talked about how they all give personal send-offs when somebody dies, mm-hmm. and that Alexander Skarsgård had a somewhat inappropriate but somewhat hilarious send-off in a gag reel, and there was a little skin uh, involved. Really? So kind of like what we saw in the episode. Mm-hmm. So Michael got his own private reel about Private the- show, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how it is in their family. And right then, on. Wow. Next for him, if you like him, uh, he'll be on YouTube, Justin Lin's You Offend My Family Network on a series called John Davis Gets a Sex Robot, and he plays John. Really? Okay. All right, and good then, to know. I don't know if you guys saw this, um, Alexander Skarsgård. Heard of him. Um, yeah. In, uh, it's, according to The Wrap, he is in talks to join Meryl Streep and Jeff Bridges in The Giver. Which I'm sure most people read in school at some point. I know. Okay. Yeah. Like most of now that's a great cast right there too. Yeah. Fantastic. So absolutely, absolutely. So that's great. Makes more sense. He's mm-hmm. moving on to films and whatnot. Well, they're on hiatus till January anyway. But yeah, they don't they don't film that long, and he's been doing a bunch of films. But yeah. who? That's what scares me. Who knows? <laughs> it's Meryl Streep. You're like, so. no, Meryl. Come on, Can't no. Him away. <laughs> no. <laughs> Anything else for us, Kristen? I'm, I think you guys already said, you know, Sam Tramell is joining a show with, um, or the movie with Haley, uh, sorry, plays Hazel's dad in The Fault in Our Stories with Shailene Woodley coming Oh, up. really? Yeah, nice. so we'll get to see him in a film. And, I, and I've know. got I've got one. This is kind of like a music, true blood, little um, news and gossip. Yes, right, Mr. Justin Timberlake has a little true blood in him, or does he? Yes, on September 27th, there'll be a new release of his 2020 experience, part two. Mm-hmm. Well, he just released the track list, and track number two, True Blood. That is the name of the song on the track list. So whether or not it has to deal with the show, we will find out soon enough, but I thought you, I'd give you guys a little mm-hmm. FYI. So that's it for our news and gossip, and of course, for our final predictions. No, this portion no. of predictions is brought to you by Stephen Lemieux, because... He's cool like that. I had to shout you out, Stephen. I've given you grief all season, and we couldn't have done it without you. He's not even in the booth. Mm -hmm. So, (laughs) what do we see for season seven? More deaths, more destruction. Oh, come on, Scott. Give give me something. (laughs) Give me something good. Well, no, I'm wondering. I'm wondering now. You know, now I can go with my my death theory, but just moving into season seven now. Maybe you know the first episode comes right out with a bunch of deaths of characters. Those the the uh, zombie vamps come in and attack uh, everybody there, and before they can be saved, a couple characters die. Okay, I don't know who's, who's going to be the. I, well, we'll get to it, but I want to know who's going to be the big baddie. I season. think uh, I don't think Eric is dead. I think no. some Pam's going to be involved some way mm-hmm. in that. I think at, at the very least we're going to see. I mean, we have to see more of that. I want to know that she got there okay and how that happened, but. Um, but we did. There was an interview Kristen Bauer, uh, Van Stratton did, and she started tearing up talking about Alexander yeah. Skarsgård. People have been saying mm-hmm. maybe that's why he's going to die. But um, she's a very sensitive. She even admits she's a very sensitive actress, and she's so close with that whole group that just even thinking about it makes her want to cry. And so I don't know if that's just her personality or if he's yeah, actually we, yeah, I know. I think it might be true. She talked about it. On, it was on Access Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a done deal. So No. Okay. But <laughs> I think – okay, here's my – All Seed's going to die episode one. 
Oh, you're going with the first episode. First, I think All Seed is going to die. There will be deaths. Unfortunately. There will be All Seed. But there will be that conflict because Bill wants Sookie. And mm-hmm. remember, he he wants to protect her. And with All Seed gone, she's going to be, of course, she's going to be just completely turned around. If mm-hmm. you think about it, she lost her new lo- her love. I'll see. Where does she? And she's going to hate Bill, I'm sure. But it's going to make it that much more interesting to see how Bill wins her back. I find it hard that they would kill off El Seed and Eric because those are again, mm-hmm. and they're, they're like the hottest guys. Oh, the wine content's <laughs> really hot too. But they're like the two hottest guys on the yeah. show. Well, they need to hire, as you say, more hot guys. They there need we to go. Hire so fresh blood. Casting call. There we go. So, and I also. All right, I'll do it if I have to. There you go, Scott. I'll join be- you if you need an assistant. <laughs> All right, and I think the baddie's just going to be – it's not going to be one. That's what I was wondering. Is it going to be more of a general because of these it's infected gonna, yes. vampires? I think it's going to be decentralized, so it's going to be it's gonna be coming at them from all angles. No so one will be safe. I think Violet will become a baddie because Br- yeah. Jason's going to break up with her at some point. That can't last. Oh, yeah. I definitely I already First feel, all, I already feel she's already a baddie. She's already a baddie. There's something about her, too, that I don't trust. Mm-hmm. Any man that um, – or, 178 or, days. Orally okay. satisfies his woman 178 days in, in a row. row without yeah. any. He, yeah. Sometimes two or three times. Yes, no. deserves a, a saint uh, you no. know, already. I'm telling you, he's hanging on. He's hanging no, on. But that's a man on a her. mission. <laughs> okay. There's something about her. All right, all right. So, with that said. Kristen, what other shows can we see you on? You can see me on Newsroom, and in October, you can see me on Walking Dead. Nice. And, and where can fans follow you? On Twitter, Kristen Carroll 13. And Scott, it's been a wonderful season. And well, first off, Kristen, thank you so much yes, for thank coming you in for tonight. It. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes, Enjoy the you. cupcakes and beer. And I'm Scott, enjoying the beer. Where can we find you, buddy? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at sman80, that's S M A N 80, and here doing Orange is the New Black. It took me a second to. He's what done, it was called. He's done like three shows tonight, so he, <laughs> he's on fumes. So, Steven, once again, thank you so much for yes, thank you. manning the ones and twos like nobody else. Where can they find you, buddy? You can find me next season watching these guys break down True Blood ah, like <laughs> champions. Thank you so much. And, of course, a big shout-out to all the fans. We couldn't do this show without you. Chat roll. We love you guys. Come back next season. We miss you season already. seven. If you want to follow me, go to JC Rubio TV on Instagram and Twitter. So for Kristen, Scott, Steven, I'm JC. We're your True Blood After Show. We'll see you next year. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.